bind you down with contracts or trick you with hidden monthly fees. We're honest, local, and 100% net neutral. Residential internet for only $35 a month. Business packages starting at $75 a month. Go to monkeybrains.net and sign up today. Asiento. Asiento. Take a seat at Asiento on 21st and Bryant. Meet friends for a drink, have delicious tapas, and a relaxed community atmosphere. Asiento, honestly, is a wonderful place. They have incredible bartenders and board games all over the walls. Trivia on Mondays, Taco Tuesdays, First Wednesday, live jazz. Live DJs Thursday. Parties. The food is darn good. Special happy hour prices all night long with your Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival ticket March 1st through 5th. Check out the schedule at www.asientosf.com. Come take a seat. I had a date there and it did not go well. But it wasn't the fault of the place. They're very nice. Asiento. El Rio began her life in 1978 as a leather Brazilian gay bar. We are an LGBTQ plus space who is welcoming to all good people. We actively invest in communities to promote social change. We actively invest in our local arts and music scene to give space for artists. We actively pursue underserved communities in the use of our space. We are an awesome supporter of the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival, hosting an incredible offside show. Wednesday, March 4th, 9 to 11 p.m. with LGBTQ plus and allied comics. So come out to 3158 Mission Street at Cesar Chavez, San Francisco. It's open every day at 2 p.m. with an incredible back patio. El Rio is your dive. other and work stuff out. So we're just gonna hang tight, wait for a few more to show up, but enjoy this Nina Simone. Yeah. This is song was sung by Lead Belly 
was written for his friend. He had a friend named Blind Lemon. And they used to ride back and forth on a train from somewhere in Texas. And I learned this tune from a record I heard by him. Silver City Bound I'm Silver City Bound I'm gonna tell my little baby I'm Silver City Bound I'm gonna meet Blind Lemon Gonna ride on down I'm Silver City Bound I'm Silver City Bound I'm gonna tell my little baby I'm Silver City Bound I'm gonna meet Brian Lemon Gonna ride on down Take me by the hand City bound. I'm gonna be blind lemon. I'm gonna ride on down. Take me by the hand. Oh, be and lead me to the promised land. Silver City Bound I'm gonna meet Blind Lemon Gonna ride on down I'm gonna meet Blind Lemon Gonna ride on down Silver City Bound Silver City Bound I'm gonna tell my little baby I'm Silver City Bound I'm gonna meet Blind Lemon 
Funky Mix going. It is Saturday. It's four-ish. It's time. It's 4.20. Oh, and someone's calling me. That's crazy. Listen to some Funky Mix, and we're going to see what's going on.
Hi, we're getting started here on the Saturday Open Mic. It's exciting. People are here. Let me start this little thing over here. All right, your first comic of the afternoon. And isn't it weird to be doing comedy in the sunshine? This is the third open mic at Mutiny Radio in 2020. So I'm going to count them this year. You know, every year people do that. I did 5,000 open mics and blah, blah, blah. But you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to fucking count how many goddamn open mics there are here. And at the end of the year, I'm going to tout my stats and be like, all right, those are just, these aren't just the open mics I participated in. These are ones that I actually ran. I'm gonna, and I'm going to throw some numbers out and people will be like, she's bragging so much and I'm like no I was working for you Uh, but thank you for the money throwing it into that jar is amazing Um, this constitutes entertainment so we have to have an entertainment license now I find that hilarious but um, your first comedian oh if you can't afford to donate for any reason you can take a picture and make us look cool on Instagram tagging us at mutiny radio SF and that's amazing really appreciate that and um if you want to be like so super helpful, special, like the best awesomest ever, you could take some flyers for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2020 happening March 1st through 7th. That's in eight weeks. We're going to have 76 comics descend upon the station for programming from 10 in the morning till 10 at night. It should be a whole lot of fun. If you want to volunteer for that, also, I need volunteers and that'd be great. Your first comedian of the afternoon. Clap your hands in a wild slappy like motion for Sabrina Miller. Here we go, like a new year 2020. New year, you know what that means. It means uh, more daylight, it means longer lines at the yoga studios, longer lines at the gyms, longer lines at the bridges, perhaps. It's that time of the year, folks, if you're commuting in on BART or Caltrain, uh, you probably better factor in an extra hour or two for your commute. Fucking, because apparently, Suicide is not the route, but it, that apparently is the route that some people choose. So that's a suicide joke. Suicide is not funny, is my point. But but the shit that people say to depressed people is fucking hilarious. It's so precious. Uh, this one time I was downtown, this, the, this guy shouted, Don't do it, sir! You have everything to live for! What? Like, why? That person is at the height of despair. Like, why would you shout, Don't do it, you have everything to live for? It's like, sir... Sir, excuse me. Obviously, you have never been depressed in uh, in San Francisco. You don't have everything to live for. Like, if you're if you're gonna shout anything to a jumper, you should you should shout something like, "Sir, don't do it. My friend has some leads on affordable housing in San Francisco." Or you can just say some affordable, you know, fucking housing leads in the Bay Area. You don't have to tell the guy that it's, you know, in the Chesapeake Bay area. Just be vague. Let 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 the uh, jumper make the assumptions. That's what got him up there in the first place. Let the assumptions guide them down. You know, it's full circle. It's kind of poetic. Suicide. Don't do it. You have everything to live for. Oh, my God. You don't say that to someone at the height of despair. You say that to a friend like who's thinking of working at an Amazon warehouse. Don't do it. You have everything to live for. Or maybe before an engagement party. All right. Anybody else had their their had their heart broken last year? Yeah. I don't know. Twenty nineteen. The sex was not very good. That's that's one of my resolutions. Better sex in twenty twenty, because you know I I deserve it, right? I'm entitled to like just mind blowing orgasms. Like, no more suicide pack sex for Sabrina Miller in twenty twenty. You heard of this? You heard of suicide pack sex? You ever had suicide pack sex? 
you probably haven't. You probably have and, and, you, and you don't know it. That's like where the woman does her partner and then she ends up finishing herself off. I want like double homicide sex, you know. It's like I'm gonna murder that dick, he's gonna murder that pussy. That's what that's what Sabrina wants for a happy 2020. Suicide is not funny. Uh, bipolar is not funny. I, I cope with bipolar. And uh, some people have, they have some misconceptions about what bipolar is. It's bipolar, it's not where you're like, you know, ecstatic, like on top of the world 50% of the time, and then the other 50% of the time, you know, you're just, you're in despair, you're, you're, you can't get out of bed, it feels like you're weighed down by 100 cats, you know? That's not how it works. It's kind of like this. Uh, like a portion of the time when you're bipolar, you look at a bottle of pills and you're like, oh, that bottle of pills is half full. And then a small portion of the time it's like, oh, the bottle of pills may or may not be half full. That's what that is. I once had a therapist tell me to do the opposite of depression. <laughs> Blank expression. <laughs> that is the correct response. Fucking boo my therapist. The opposite of depression. Let's boo this guy. Yeah, new therapist for 2020. Someone who doesn't tell me to do the opposite of depression. I tried the opposite of depression. <laughs> Mania did not work out very well for me did not. You ever been so bipolar that you tried to buy a sailboat with the Walmart credit card? You ever been like so high on bipolar that you're at the laundromat and you just start freestyle rapping in front of like 10 other people? And you're just like, you're just like, dude, folding your laundry. You're like, yeah, climate change is affecting the polar bears in the Arctic. We got to do something. It'll be cathartic. If I ever start doing that, trying to rhyme Arctic and cathartic, please like 5150 me, be an ally. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So I, uh, so I, I cope with bipolar. I have OCD. I, I'm transgender. And uh, so I don't know. I don't know. I think, I think God created me the way I am because I think he was just tired of dating app jokes and 23andMe jokes. He's like, it's like fucking, I need more transgender jokes. So it's God's will. So God, if you're up there, this, the rest of these jokes are for you, all right? And I'm sorry I misgendered you. I should probably use the gender-neutral pronouns. Those are important. Let's talk about PGPs. My preferred gender pronouns are she, her, and hers. It's important. Now, my PGIs, you don't know what PGIs do. You don't know what PGIs are, are you? Those are preferred gender insults. Yeah, you should know that in San Francisco. Those are important. My preferred gender insults are cunt. It's <laughs> just that one, because uh, when a guy calls me a cunt, it usually means I won an argument. Uh, some of my trans sisters, they want the complete female experience, and that includes simulating a period. Found this out at a support group meeting, and I do not need to simulate a period to feel complete as a woman when I can just, you know, simulate an orgasm in the bedroom. I can do that, simulate orgasms to feel complete. Uh... I take, I take progesterone. I take progesterone. It uh, makes my hair shinier, my boobs bigger, my, my, my skin smoother. It's like all the perks of pregnancy, like without the, the negative side effects, which I like. <laughs> all right, that was great. That was great. Uh, so, yeah, that's all the new stuff I wanted to try out for 2020. And uh, give it up for the founder and CEO of Mutiny Radio, Pam Benjamin, everybody. Pam Benjamin, let's keep this mic going. Sabrina Miller, everyone. Just like me, she'll never have a baby. Yay! Yay, congratulations. 
That's exciting stuff. Your new, your next comedian, he's been taking pictures and making us look cool. Clap your hands in wild, wild motion. It's Hamza Khan. What's up, everybody? How you guys doing tonight? Good? Yeah? All right, so I'll tell you a little bit about myself. Uh, I'm from Fremont, so I live in Fremont. Uh, I didn't grow up there. I I moved there in my sophomore year of high school. And that's an immigrant town. I don't know if you know this or not, but it's there's so many immigrants there, primarily Indians and Chinese. Now, there's so many Indians there, so many Indians that when you drive there, as soon as you roll down your windows and you smell the air, it smells like curry. Way too many. Now, what I think in my mind that happens, so so I do Lyft, right? I pick up people in, from San Francisco. I pick up people from Fremont. When I pick up people in Fremont from the BART station, they're coming home from work, and usually they're Indian guys, right? So they'll get in my car, and I can smell the curry right away. So in my mind, it's like, okay, so regular people take showers, right? So an Indian guy, when he's about to take a shower, does he go, hmm, you know what? Let me take a shower. Nah, I'll just rub curry all over myself. That's what seems to be the case. Um, I went to the uh, movies during the holidays. Uh, I saw Ford versus Ferrari. Uh, I went to the movie theaters, sat down, and uh, so... Matt Damon and Christian Bale were in that movie. They, they were doing a great job. I was watching the movie. They were killing it. Great lines. And then I hear next to me, like, people talking. That pissed me off. They were going, no, 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 no. Oh, Christian Bale. And it was like, why are you talking in a movie theater? What's wrong with you? Are you out of your mind? So the movie kept on going. And it was, and it was a really good movie. But it just they took the experience out of it by, you know, talking the whole time. So I got up and left. I was upset. I, I got up and left. So I went another day to a different movie theater to go see it again. And now I sit down. People are talking. And I think to myself, well, you know what? These people, it's just the trailers. So they're going to stop talking by the time the movie starts. Um, so the movie starts. It's, it's going well. I see the parts that I already saw. And then, again, I hear next to me. Oh, Ford. Oh, Mustang. And these two guys, they're Indian guys, right? So they, they, they seem to be like really new here. They may not have gotten the, 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 you know, the memo that you can't talk in movie theaters. But so, so they kept on talking and talking and talking. And I, I, I couldn't leave again. So I went, I, I, I asked them, I told them, hey, look, I'm trying to enjoy this movie right now. Can you guys please be quiet? And thankfully, they were silent the entire time. And that's the end of my set because uh, I just made that up. Uh, so uh, you guys have a great rest of your night. Hamza, you did exactly three minutes. That was great. Yay, Hamza, yay. He's super new and your name's really cool. I um, The Jews, they have a Hamza, which is different. That little hand thing, you know, it looks like little thumb. Anyways, good stuff. Uh, we're all here on a Saturday because we have nothing else to do but comedy in the sunshine. Yay! That's a little creepy and weird, isn't it? Your next comedian, he's the opposite of creepy and weird. He's just a doll and such a supporter of the station. Clap your hands together for the very talented Kelly Evans! 
Thank you for the false advertising. I'm the opposite of creepy and weird. Awesome. <laughs> you, have n you have not seen my internet presence. <laughs> Hamza, fuck you for stealing all my Indian material. God damn it. I had a whole curry lineup. All right. That was... All right. Uh, I used to question my sexuality when I was younger, you know, from like junior high to last year, you know, like that's, uh, but like, I, I think what I realized is I'm not, so I'm not like gay. Uh, I'm just uh, very bad at peer pressure. And I was like, do you know what I mean? Has anybody else had this experience where you're just like, I don't know. I'm like gender fluid and fluids gin. Like, does that No. Maybe get just really drunk and have a hard time saying no. It's just like sometimes people can be really aggressive. You're like, hey, man, nah, I'm cool. And they're like, are you sure? And you're like, fuck it. All right, sure. Why not? <laughs> uh, I just, it's like cocaine for me. You know, like it always sounds like a good idea, but then I do it. I'm like, nah, I don't like this. Nah, <laughs> it's like, why do I keep fucking doing this shit? <laughs> I don't, usually it's on cocaine. So, you know, that's. A mitigating factor. I feel like it's harder to question your sexuality as a man, not because of any like gender issues, just like pure physics, you know, because like, I mean, just we're going to get a little weirder uh, as like vaginas, they're inviting, they're, they're welcoming. You have to go to them, but like dicks come at you, you know, they're very aggressive, you know, it's just like, they're overly excited. They're fucking, it's just in a lot of directions. It's like an overexcited uh, rugby player, you know, no, I'm working on that. That's uh, something I just thought in the car. Ah, uh, I just broke up with my girlfriend. You can cheer, man. Fucking don't. It's not. Why does everybody assume that I'm the one that got dumped? Like, every time I bring that up, like, I could have done the dumping, you know? I mean, I didn't, but I could have is the point. All right? Like, I got to, Fine, I got dumped. Uh, but, was, like, there were a lot of problems. It was more like a mutual breakup. Like, we were long distance, which is a huge issue. Like, if you want to learn how to resent somebody, Skype them using shitty Wi-Fi. That's, that's the way to do it. You will fucking hate that. You're like, I do not want to hear about your day again and, like, struggle with it. You know? Like, your day's not that interesting. Things have not changed. Unless you're fucking a firefighter. I'm sorry. You know? Um, also, you learn to resent yourself. You ever had Skype sex? Yeah. I am not attractive <laughs> masturbating. It is not a good look. And it's a small window, too. You know, you can barely even see yourself. But I, that was enough for me to be like, no, I should never show anyone this ever. <laughs> that is a horrible idea. Um, yeah, she was always obsessed with this idea of us being uh, best friends. Do you ever dated somebody who's like wanted to be your best friend? You know? Yeah. Right? No? Has everybody here ever dated before? Has anybody fucked in this room? Holy shit. Jesus Christ. You are in a relationship. <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, maybe you don't understand this. Sometimes you date someone and they want you to be everything, which is a lot of fucking pressure. Okay? Like, I can barely pull off being my friend, you know? I fucking hate myself. Uh, not hate, just loathe. That's different, you know? Uh, but the thing is, like, they, she wanted me to be, like, her friend uh, and her lover and, like, an authority. Like, just too much shit. And the thing is, like, she would be insistent about me, like, talking to her. She's like, talk to me like you talk to your friends. And I was like, I tried that, but you called that verbal abuse. Like, that is, you know, like, you call me verbally abusive. I was like, you obviously don't understand my friends. They're garbage people. They're horrible people. We talk so much shit to each other. Seriously, I can't insult the size of your vagina. Like, that's not, I can't be like, you got a huge pussy, bitch. I fucked your sister, you know? Because I literally said that to my friend Scott. Um, maybe not literally, but close. You get it. 
uh yeah it was a doomed relationship i just think it's like different communication styles like between men and women and i know this is a fucking tired premise whatever but it's true and it's just something i don't think people think about is like you know i think most women when they think about communication they're like i'm gonna hang out with my friend and we're gonna get some tea and talk about our relationship and i'm gonna hug her afterwards to show her how much i love her and then when a guy talks about communication he's like i'm gonna hang out with my friend and then we're not gonna talk about our relationships and then i'm gonna punch him in the dick to show him how much i love him you know Because violence is our love language. That is, maybe not you, but you're alone. So, (laughs) violence is my love language. I feel like that could cause some problems, you know? (laughs) Specifically with the law. Um, (laughs) uh, I'm not very good at dating. It's not something I have a skill at. Um, Talking to women... (laughs) Both in and out of a relationship. It's a challenge. Like, I went on a date. Uh, this is, like, when I first moved here. And uh, she turned out she was in a cult. <laughs> I was like, this is a great start. Uh, so, obviously, we dated for three months. I was like, I found, I found out that um, your willingness to join a cult is directly proportional to how long you've been alone. You know, that is <laughs> so true. <laughs> I was that close. It was Falun Gong. It's not, like, a real cult. It's, like... They believe in breathing and stretching. Like, that's really... And that their leader can fly. That's kind of maybe... I don't know. But they're more of a religious group. The only difference between cults and religious groups are the amount of people you have, I think. That's it. It's like the amount of time and how many people... Do you have enough people to be scared of? Like, that's that's pretty much it. Like, you've got a million people. I'm officially afraid of you. That's like... I'm not going to say anything bad, you know? Can you ruin my life? That's really... I mean, I know several people who have tried to ruin my life and they're only one person so you know anyway this is getting off the rails uh, but it's, it's they're an interesting group if you don't know about them they're like Taoist based uh, which is a, like a belief system it's not really a religion it's like a philosophy style out of China and uh, also they use a swastika they still use a swastika yeah that's like yeah, it's different. Yeah, but I mean, most people I don't think can tell the difference, you know? I don't think most people are like, you know, I see the difference there. No, they see swastika. They're like, that is, wow. I think a lot of people who don't know the history, like when they go to East Asia, are very confused by that. But it's like, and I get it. It's been around with Buddhist tradition for thousands of years, all right? Or at least a couple thousand, maybe a thousand. I'm not really good on the math. Um, but like sometimes. Some people ruin something for everyone, you know? <laughs> you just got to give it up, like the Hitler mustache or puka shell necklaces. Just stop. <laughs> you can't wear them, you know? Like, that is, try either one of those and try to be respected, you know? Honestly, I think you'll have worse luck with a puka shell necklace, you know? So, uh, I'm running out of time, so I'll finish with this. Uh, the reason why I've been thinking about this a lot lately, again, is because uh, you may or may not know it, but Shen Yun is uh, organized by Falun Gong. Yeah. Do you know Shen Yun? Everybody knows. Maybe you haven't been to a bus stop lately, <laughs> <laughs> which is a weird place to put ads considering those tickets are like $200, like not your primary audience, you know? Nobody's riding the bus because they're saving money for Shen Yun. You know, they're like, I'm like, got to shave, save up that Shen Yun money, you know? But uh, a lot of people are offended because they use this uh, ballet slash musical slash cult indoctrination like as a way to pass along their message. They're like, I just wanted to see a show, and now I'm getting all these political messages thrown at me. And I'm like, I love it. I think it's a great idea. It's great advertising. If you went to my church, you would realize how boring it was. Like Nothing would have spiced it up like a small Asian man doing triple backflips. That would have really... Jesus walking on water? I can't believe in that. But a small Asian man walking a tightrope? I am all about it. So... All right, that's my time. Thank you very much. Kelly Evans. 
Zhen Yun is like the Cirque du Soleil of Chinese people. It's uh. I got to see it once. Uh, we won tickets, my friend and I, on Bartable, and we got to see it. And it was like a really pretty ballet. It's not really indoctrination because you can't understand anything that's happening. So it's just like, look at them dance with those cool costumes. Uh, they, they, those weirdos didn't get me. You're uh, into their cult. Your next comedian, he's, I'm, I'm happy every time I see him. He's the savior of Mutiny Radio. He uh, is the strongest of us all. And may he live forever in the firmament. Put your hands together, everybody, for Matthew Quirk. That's right. Uh, I identify as beefcake. My preferred gender pronoun is hero. My preferred insults are sexy and ruggedly good looking. So anyway, guys, uh, it is the new year, and I'm inspired by all those professional comedians who do like a special and then throw out all their old material and do a whole new hour. So uh, this year, I'm throwing out all my old material, and I'm going to do a whole new five minutes. Brand new five minutes this year, guys. I bet you're looking forward to that. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, so, uh, I don't know if you guys know, but there's a guy who took a dump in the aisle of the Safeway, uh, in the Marina Safeway, just like a couple weeks ago, took a crap right there in the aisles. And, uh, you know, there's a sign in the bathrooms all over the place around here that like, you know, restrooms are for customers only. Uh, they didn't say nothing about the aisles. Aisles are free game. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon that sign, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? <laughs> uh, there are still, this is an issue for you, Sabrina. Uh, there are still jurisdictions in the country where they're trying to pass these, uh, you, know, uh, you know, the bathroom of your birth, like bathroom laws, like trans people can. You know, I, I'm glad we're finally putting our, our muster to... F- you know, where trans people can go to the bathroom. You know, that's a great way. I mean, have, have, they, have you guys just been holding it this whole time? What's the, what have you been doing? Anyway, all this effort to like, you know, to sexualize the bathrooms. I work in plumbing and let me tell you, all toilets are the same. They're all the same. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon this issue, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? So uh, they're going to finally open the BART bathrooms that have been closed since 9-11. And I think if you take a good look at the dystopian shitscape that we're living in in this city, uh, the terrorists have won, guys. The terrorists won. Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon the BART system, they would say, you guys have indoor plumbing? So there was a shooting recently at a church in uh, Texas, and luckily there was an armed gunman in the church. Welcome to Texas, I guess. And, uh, you know, he stopped the shooting, and it caused all these Second Amendment people to chime in. And I think if our founding fathers were to look upon what we did with the Second Amendment, they would be like, you guys have got to know that's not what we meant, right? This is not what we meant. See, you would distract them from the indoor plumbing for a second. That's, that's what would happen there. Anyway, Trump, part of the impeachment process, I don't know if you know this, but uh, he recently tried to blame Rick Perry for tricking him into calling the Ukraine. 
And I think if you can get uh, tricked by Rick Perry, that's an impeachable offense right there. Anyway, I caused uh, Vladimir Putin to chime in. Apparently, he's against the impeachment of Trump. And to me, that's a red flag. <clears throat> that's a big red flag. That's a flag that's so big and so red, it's got a hammer and a sickle on it. Anyway, I think if uh, our founding fathers were to look upon the impeachment proceedings, they would say, uh, this is exactly what we meant, actually. It's exactly what we meant. <laughs> Trump recently said that he's into climate. Um, does he think that climate's the name of a stripper or something? That stormy thing threw him off. I don't know if you... Anyway, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon the climate situation, they would be like, you broke the fucking planet? See, it would be inconceivable to them that we could affect the earth so drastically. Anyway. It would distract them from indoor plumbing for a sec, I guess is what I'm saying. They'd be slightly distracted. So Trump recently said that uh, sometimes he has to flush the toilet 10, 15 times to get his shit to go down. And yeah, I think if our founding fathers were to look upon that, they would say, now you're just flexing on us with the indoor plumbing shit, right? This, that's just a fucking flex. Hard flex. Yeah, hard flex. That nice more. So... Uh, <clears throat> What did you guys do last year for your New Year's resolutions? Anybody? Anybody? Yeah. But did you do it? Is my point. Yeah. Hydrate every morning. Wow, that must have been rough. That's almost as difficult as my New Year's resolution, which was microdosing. You know, something to look forward to every day. I did it for depression, you know. And uh, my report back from the other side after a year of microdosing is that this is one depressing fucking city, guys. That's the, that's the takeaway. Anyway, speaking of all the craziness of Trump, he's threatening to take away uh, food stamps. Yeah, crazy, huh? Meanwhile, Andrew Yang is promising me $1,000 a month, man. How come he's not leading in the polls? I know I'm not the only one around here that could use $1,000 a month. Right, all my friends are like, hey, what reasons do you really have for voting for Andrew? I got a thousand fucking reasons to vote for Yang, actually. They're like, yeah, but what's his policy? I don't know, $1,000 a month. Well, how about his stance on, I don't know, $1,000 a month? They're like, no, 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 who's going to pay for this? I'm like, give a fuck, man. I'm getting the $1,000 a month. But some of my hard right friends are like, no, seriously, who's going to pay for this? I'm like, Jeff Bezos. And then they're like, you know what? That sounds like a pretty good idea. <laughs> All right, guys, thanks. Yeah. Yay! Matthew Quirk, everyone, telling us what's going on in the world. I'm surprised you didn't bring up any new stuff about Iran or Iran. I ran so far away. I actually don't know what's happening. I just heard there was some tweeting, so I was expecting you to tell me, Matthew Quirk. It's fine. I'll figure out news from a reputable source like Fox or something like that. <laughs> I'd like to hear about it at the end. Hey, your next comedian is going to be a ball of energy. Put your hands together for Joey Vegas. 
Thank you, thank you, thank you for having me. And again, I was not given a signal before I got in Seychelles. And so I would, if we can please have somebody give me a signal to get on stage and to tie my shoes and to wake up at 5 a.m. and smoke a big fat bump every morning, I will do it maybe. But thank you, thank you very much for having me. It is always a pleasure to be here in the great city of San Francisco. It's, uh, it is awesome. I, I, it is always a, a, a great pleasure to to be here. Thank you very much. But like I was saying, I I'm from out of town. Hello, sir. Please, please have a seat. Please sit down. And like I said, was telling the woman in the back room, if we could please have nobody come and walk in to the middle of the room while I'm speaking. Thank you very much. But thank, you, like I said, thank you, sir, for coming out and stepping out and coming to join us. is very, 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 very good to meet you. But I'm from a very small town. There's about one stop sign in the whole town, Beligo, out there. And so I came here to Big City. It's much bigger here. And I was looking up at the sign when I was getting on the bus this morning, because I've you know never ridden the bus out there. They don't really got like, a school bus to pick you up and take you, but. I was looking up at the side of the bus. It says, do not attack the bus driver. I was like, oh my. Do not attack the bus driver. I was like, oh my goodness, right? And on the way I was you know, and when the meaning of, you know, do not attack the bus driver, when the meaning of that happened, it was, you know, I was very startled. I was stunned, you know? And so I was thinking, no, do not attack the bus driver. Right, oh, very startled because I'm very. I come from a small town out there, Abilico, and you know all I can think. But you know, after I was reading it, and it hit my head, and it went right down to my spine. And I was thinking, I didn't know bus drivers was having sex on the bus. You know, oh, do not attack the bus drivers. Oh God, it's very scary. So the city is much. Very, very much different than than out there in Blico. It's very, you know, as you could say would be common sense. You would just say that is, yeah, it is much bigger and there's a lot more people. And then you know, you come out and you see, you have very a lot of respect, especially here since the man was punched on the stage, right? They were rushed up and and they punched him, and so it was, you know, the city is different and. And not to say that, you know, myself, I'm sorry, just by looking at me, right? You can say, you know, he's been punched too, right? But I have, and I have, but, you know, I have, do you have seven national boxing championships, you know? And, you know, I have the whole thing, you know, the whole ordeal. And I was, you know, been, you know, um, at 20 professional fights, well, even on TV a few times, you know? And you know, you come up with a joke, and through the whole time, you know, being being upstage talking to people from a very young age, you find you know find out how you know how to tell a joke. You know, so what do you call a pile of kittens? A mountain. And so you know, it's very you know, 
it is uh it's been a pleasure and if you would like maybe see me later and um you know i wouldn't be doing nothing but you know posting something and you can follow me on on facebook you can find me on twitter you can follow me on instagram you can follow me on youtube you can follow me on farmersonly.com you can follow me on craigslist thank you very much my name is joey vegas Joey Vegas, everyone. Wait, wait, wait. So do you have Tourette's or any kind of like disability or can I make fun of you for making that weird noise for four and a half minutes? If you have a disability, I'll never make, is it like, do you have like a, like a Tourette's or something or are you doing like an ASMR thing or is that like, go right the ASMR thing where like you, you chew into microphones and stuff and people like enjoy that? Well, miss, what I can tell you is. When I came here initially from from Blico, it was it was something that you know I saw in the sky. And it was all no. Right, just all right. be honest with me, dude. Are you no. making the noise? No, no, miss. Do I get no. to make fun of you because it's the most annoying thing I've ever heard, and it poisons it yeah, poisons every a, show you're on. I come it from poisons a, the podcast. People actually listen to this. If you have a disability, no, miss, I'm cool miss. with it. I co- I come from a very small town, and you have to taste every nick. Every cranny, every crumb, every nibble, you have to taste it because the air is so much different from where I come from. So is it a disability or can I make fun of you? Because, I, I mean, honestly, if it's a disability, like, I totally won't tell you that it is the worst thing that's ever happened and has no comedic value in any sense of any sonic space. It's offensive to the ears so much. I would rather, I would rather hear someone... Taking a shit. I would rather hear farting than hear that noise. I- I'm sorry. It's really. Well, it's, no, I just. You can, it's. You can make fun of me. Yeah. Okay. Good. So it's you're trying to. It's it's a thing you're trying to do. Like you're, you. If you get something out of it, I'm just like I hope that you just don't ever go to the punchline and get up on stage and try that because you will. Be, it'll be oof. Well, I mean, you commit, I guess, but wow, it is hard to listen to. Put your hands together, everybody. Joey Vegas. I don't want to be mean, but I just want to be realistic. I don't want to like bolster bolster anybody's ideas. Like, I don't want to tell you something's really good and you think it's good and then you go out and you believed it was good because everyone lied to you. I'd rather like be truthful. I don't know. Maybe that makes me an asshole, but... I would rather I would rather someone tell me if something like really really doesn't work repeatedly over and over. I'd rather someone say, "Hey, you know, that doesn't work," rather than do it for 4 years and be like, "Why didn't anybody tell me?" Your next comedian, uh, he put together this great movie. It's really funny and entertaining. Clap your hands together for Nick Scarpino. Thank you, Pam. I was wondering the same thing, but I'm glad you said it. I actually, I'll be honest, I love the mouth smacking noises. I think it really works, and I think you should just do, I think actually you should do the opposite of what Pam said. Just cut out all the actual English and just make that sound for five minutes straight. It's, it's What's going to happen at first, just so you know, is for the first two minutes, people will gouge their eyes out and run and probably fight each other, but it will turn a corner eventually. Like all great, brilliant, unmisunderstood humor does. And people will just start laughing. Minute four, people will pee themselves laughing. That's what it's going to be. I was in the bathroom listening to that, and I was like, I don't, I, maybe it's a visual thing that I have to see, 
But then this is how fucked up I am. Uh, every time I come into Mutiny Radio, I'm always worried that someone's going to like dose me with some sort of weird chemical. I was in the bathroom using hand wash, and it's in an oil dispensary thing. And I thought, I'm like, is there weed in this? Is there weed in this hand soap? Is something that went through my brain. And it's not that I don't trust you, Pam. It's just that there's just so much weed here all the time. And it's like, it's, it's scary. It's like I'm on 51% scared, 49% excited by it. And that can just tip at any given point. Give a round of applause for Pam right now, who has been, you're, I want to say, I have like two new jokes to do, but I really want to just come here to see you and, and say thank you again for running this mic, especially on Saturdays, because uh, there's not a lot of stuff going on uh, Saturdays for me, because uh, I don't book shows. So, <laughs> so I get to hang out with you guys. No, that's by choice though. By cho- I choose to not have people reach out to me to book shows. Um, <laughs> it's a choice. Let's all go to Punchline tonight and drink for free. Oh, it's Saturday. How was everyone's holidays? How was your holiday, Matt Corp? Is it good? Yeah? Do you celebrate Hanukkah or Christmas or both? Christmas? I feel like I should celebrate. I want to celebrate everything. Why not, right? Happy holidays. People give people shit for that, for saying happy holidays now. Because, like, you should pick one. Don't be non-denominational. Be Catholic or be Jewish or whatever. I'm like, why? Because they serve cookies everywhere. I want to eat more cookies. I had a great. I put on a solid five pounds of weight in one week. Do you do that? Do you ever do that where you go to the scale and you go, no, not today, and you go back the next day thinking by some miracle it's going to be five pounds lighter, and you get on it, and it's seven pounds heavier, and you're like, fuck, fuck, what did I do to myself? Fucking past Nick just totally screwed over future Nick on that. All right, I'll actually try some some material. Um, I uh, This is one I'm trying to make work that doesn't. The uh, Did you guys see? Ooh. That's all good. I wasn't paying attention anyway. Um, have you guys seen this uh, this new current movement of guys not wanting to eat pussy? Have you seen this? Like not wanting to go down on women? It all started. It started with DJ Khaled, and he was like, "I don't eat pussy." And then all of his followers were like, "You know what? We don't either." And what I want to tell these people is, there's a difference between not doing something and not having the option to do something. That's really the deciding factor. Like I have sex with my wife. Once a week. So technically speaking, I don't eat pussy six days a week. All right, forget it. That's a a thinker. By that I mean, uh, maybe I'll try this. Hold on. (laughs) See? It can be funny. You just have to, you just got to work it in. You got to talk a little bit first and then come back. That's what we call a callback (laughs) in the industry. Oh, man. Um, Anyone have kids here? Sarah, do you have any kids? No, good for you. That's why you're at Mutiny Radio on a Saturday night. If you had kids, they'd be like, where the fuck is my dad? Uh, it's bedtime soon. No, I don't have kids either, but I do have two very old parents who keep putting me in the middle of their arguments to like to decide who wins. My mom called me the other day. And she was like, she was just beside herself. She was pissed off because she caught my dad watching porn. And I was like, I don't want to fucking deal with this. But then I thought about it for a second. And my dad is very hard of hearing. So you can only imagine how loud that porn was. So I was like, you know what? I think mom wins. I'm going to side with mom on this one. You're not supposed to pick between your kids, but she wins this one. I don't know. Um, was Catholic. Any Catholic people in the audience? No? Yeah? I don't know. Uh, I went to Catholic school for a long time, um, but uh, was not molested. I know. I know. No one's perfect. It's okay. 
You know what I mean? You can, we, we'll take whatever, man. Whatever you want to give. God, I'm all over the place today. I appreciate you too, sir. How long have you been doing comedy for? Ten years. Ten years. You're, you know what? I'm going to say go a solid ten more years. And then... And then, yeah, just keep going. I'm not going to ruin your dream for you, sir, as you're not ruining my dream by talking through this horrible material that I'm spitting out. But I like that you nodded at that. I said horrible material. Like, yeah, that's the one thing I agree with. That's the one thing I agree with today. No, you're all good, man. You're all good. I'm trying to, I'm trying to remember any of the new shit that I wanted to come up here and do, and I'm just slaughtering it. Slaughtering it like an old cow that no one wants to eat. Um, let's do some old stuff. Why not? You guys watch porn? You watch porn, sir? You don't have to. Yeah, you do. You're trying not to be too, because I'm. I think I'm addicted to it, and I know that because, like all good addictions, every time I go back, I have to do like crazier and crazier. Like just, I look for crazier and crazier shit. You know, like it's not enough to look for double penetration. At a certain point, you start thinking to yourself, triple penetration. Yeah, that's what I want. I need that. I need that fucking sweet sugar right now. I got so desperate the other day to find something new in porn that I actually searched the word love just to see just to see what would come up. You know what I found? Triple penetration. That's right. That's the joke. Sabrina literally mouthed the punchline to that as I was saying it, and I respect you. And that means that I need new material right there. Because if everyone can do your entire set and it still doesn't get laughs, that's sad. Um, actually, I had one more. Let me look. Oh, this is something I wanted to talk about a little bit. I've recently discovered that my wife is the most savage human being I've ever met in my life, and I love her for it. Uh, here's a for example. The other day, uh, we were talking about our plans for retirement, and it turns out that her plan for retirement does not involve me. That's something I learned about my wife recently. We were watching Golden Girls, and she was like, by the way, that's what I'm going to do when I retire. And I don't know if you have seen Golden Girls, but it's not called Golden Girls and their old-ass husbands. It's called Golden Girls. It's just four women fucking up some cheesecake at 4 o'clock in the morning, no men involved. And I got to be honest... That looks pretty nice. It does look nice, if I'm being 100% honest. Yeah. I remember dating my wife. This is the first time I fell in love with my wife. We were on like the second or third date. And I asked her, I was like, why do you like me? And this was her response. She said, because you have the confidence of a much taller man. That's what she said. She was like, you have the stature of 5'8", but the confidence of at least 6'1". And I got it. How tall are you? Yeah, it sucks, doesn't it? It sucks. People keep saying you're not that short, but yeah, what are you, 5'6"? Five, five. Yeah, but you got a wrestling background, as we've proven on this stage. <laughs> I've seen the footage. I've also seen the footage with that stuff you did naked. It was sexy. It was good. Um, We got one more comic after me, right? A couple more. Oh, you know what? Let's, uh, let's end it there. Thank you guys for your time. I appreciate you all. Yay! We're not going to wrestle at Mutiny Radio. Yay! No wrestling at Mutiny Radio. Yay. Matthew, you really 5'5"? Five five? I think I'm 5'5". Five five. Maybe I'm actually 5'4". Four, four. Everyone, everyone lives about their, about their height. Uh, all right, your next comedian, he just came in. He's a tall drink of water. I don't know him. I'm excited to get to know him and hear his material. Clap your hands together for Desmond Hatter! <laughs> First off, what is material? <laughs> this shit. Uh, 
Yeah, not being tall. First off, it's not all the hype. Like everyone says it, but no. no. Such a tall guy. Sure, sure. Like, yeah, like, 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 yeah. It, it's like being rich and being like, nah, it's not. You know what I'm saying? Find meaning in life. Nah, fuck you. <laughs> but uh, but shit, like, like, what's it called? Freaking um, no, it's it's bad knees and bad back. Like, 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 yeah, you could play sports, but. If you're not going professional, which is like point point zero zero one percent, then like it just makes chairs uncomfortable. <laughs> like that's really all it is. If you think about it, like everything's meant like the average height's like what five seven. So everything's meant for exactly that. Like, like, like. I can't buy clothes. I hate all y'all motherfuckers. Every time someone's like, oh, no, no, I found this for the whole outfit for like, you know what I'm saying, 20 bucks. You know what I'm saying, at the thrift store, I was like, oh, fuck, fuck you. Yeah, no. <laughs> but no, uh, um, so, uh, Ollie said, uh, what if what if Shaq worked at Kinko's? Like, like had, had to wear the uniform, had to go every day, work nine to five, had a Kinko's ass paycheck, which meant his his Kia isn't an extended cab, so he has a like, nah. <laughs> uh, nah, I actually realized it was called. Uh, I learned just recently. Um, there's actually a direct correlation between height and life expectancy. Right? Fuck me. <laughs> like it's, it's literally like the the shorter you are longer you live. There's a small area in China where they have the most people who reach the age of 100. Average height for the whole space is like five foot even. Wow. Like, literally, I'm just like, oh. And then it's like, oh yeah, then it goes up. The 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 high, what's it called? The uh, highest booking is like 6'4". And that's like, I'm thinking about what? You're right. I only ever see old ass Asian motherfuckers on the bus. I've never seen a, a, a just, just like, like really, really still on their hustle. At like, you know what I'm saying? Like, unless you're, you know what I'm saying? One of these, like, folks are, again, in the NBA or something like that, but even still, uh, hmm, them that for long enough. <laughs> Shit. Um, fuck it, weed. Um, uh, let's go. I, I finished college, what, May 2018 and made it my life endeavor to be. To, to smoke weed to the highest amount that was possible. It was, it was like, like, like I, I couldn't call myself lazy because I was doing it so well. Like, <laughs> uh, but uh, uh, freaking besides that, it was just, uh, what's it called? Uh, hmm. Let's go. Uh, I grew up here in San Francisco. Um, started taking the bus when I was in like fifth grade, uh, and at about sixth grade, I realized you do not have to pay for this motherfucker. <laughs> so <laughs> the 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 back door is my best friend, <laughs> and then when that don't work, you can literally just walk on the front. I just look at the bus driver and go, and just keep walking and see how it works. And so far, I've been going pretty good. <laughs> the one time I was ever actually stopped. Uh, what's it called uh, a muni security or whatever at a uh, downtown stopped me. I was 17, but anyway, it was it was on my birthday. I figured I was turned 17 or turned 18, but it was on my birthday, 
and I'm looking at it, and he's like, my biggest mistake was actually answering him. Because if you know him, like, like, like if you know anything about the city, you can just like walk past them too, and they physically can't touch you. So fuck them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but yeah the whole time thing as he's giving me this ticket i'm like yes to yes to see how old i am on the thing he's gonna look at the date i'm waiting for him to be like oh wait it's your birthday nah i have a good one man no just just so then so but basically since then i've i've made an endeavor it is the first and only time and i've yet to pay for that shit since not not because i don't have the money but out of principle for that one individual. But shit, thank you. I'm Desmond Hatter. Thank you for the time. <laughs> Desmond Hatter, everyone. You don't have to pay for the bus, but you do have to pay for this open mic. No, you, uh, but if you can, if for any reason that's okay, take a picture, make it look cool, and post it to Instagram tagging Mutiny Radio SF. That is so worth $2 to me if you can't pony up the cash to get the stage time. Uh, but it's, uh, yeah, the money, money's good too. You can always, if you're ever listening to this or any other podcast online and you're like, you know what? I do want to throw Mutiny Radio a couple bucks. Our Venmo is Mutiny Radio, all one word. So thanks for that. Um, did you, did, did you two want to, did either of you want to set? Okay, cool. You're our next comedian. Funny, funny guy. Had a great set last night. Put your hands together for Zach Wiseman. <laughs> Hello, everybody. So do you guys think uh, Jared Fogle was actually a pedophile? Or do you think that he just got hooked on getting into smaller and smaller pants? You know what I mean? Like there's only so much weight you can lose. Things can become an obsession, that's all I'm saying. So I just got back from uh, kicking heroin in L.A., which, shut up, which is really easy because the cops are fucking cunts in L.A., so it's hard to buy drugs. Because you try, try to buy drugs, and they're like, what, are you a cop? And then they walk away, and I'm like, no, I just give me some drugs, I'll do them. That's not a crime. It didn't work. I was trying to buy drugs from this guy on this street. He's like in an alley. And I walk up, and I was like, hey, man, you know where to get any heroin? And uh, he's like, Yo, keep your voice down. And I was like, we are the only two people on the street. There's nobody else. You can't see a fucking person. What do you think is happening? You think this fucking LAPD with like the curtain that looks like the bricks behind him? You know, he's just fucking, aha! It's absurd. And it's bullshit, man. I like being able to just go buy drugs, even if I can't buy them. I just like having that option. You know what I mean? Like knowing where the hookers are and where I can buy drugs. So like a freedom thing, you know? I'm all for freedoms. So I did a set in uh in heroin detox. Fucking crushed. Those people get me, you know what I mean? <laughs> and you're stuck in detox for like a fucking week with nothing to do with smoke cigarettes and sit in a room, so Really, the lack of entertainment, I mean, takes away from how well I did.
when people say the Jews did 9-11, they don't mean all the Jews. You know what I mean? They're just saying the people that did 9-11 are Jews. You know, that's a, <laughs> it's a distinction nobody makes. The Port Authority used to own those buildings, and then like a year before, some dude got them. He bought them, a uh, private dude, and then he... Uh, and then he put the largest insurance policy that has ever been issued out on the towers uh, individually. So when they both got hit, he doubled that. That's a Jew. That's a, exactly a Jew who's about to blow his buildings. The evidence is there, people. You guys need to watch more YouTube videos. This is all accurate. <laughs> Entirely accurate stuff. So I, I like uh, when people are like, uh, Donald Trump is literally Hitler. Because like, how many literally Hitlers have we had in a row? They're all literally Hitler? I don't know if that's... What Hitler number are we on? Are we on fucking 42? What is it? They're all Hitlers. <laughs> but I also like it because I thought they were saying he's illiterate Hitler. Which is really funny to me. Like, Donald Trump is illiterate Hitler. He has the best words. He doesn't speak, he doesn't speak as well as Hitler is what I'm saying. Donald Trump is a dumb individual. But also a genius. Like, people think that uh, he's just all stupid. But if he, if he was all stupid, he couldn't just, like, bully everybody running for president very easily. You know what I mean? That's a type of intelligence. It's uh he's like a vulture like push pushing pigeons away from a dead body. You know what I mean? They're like, "Fuck, let's get out of here." This, this guy's a fucking vulture. He'll fucking eat us. And he will. He'll definitely eat you. I think people are just concerned about the Donald Trump thing cuz they're like personally invested in it. You know what I mean? Like they don't want to die or they have friends they don't want to die. And you know, I just don't have those concerns. It's just all funny, funny to me. I'm pretty sure everybody I know could die. And uh, as long as there's other people to hang out with, I'd be cool with that, you know? Like if you were on another planet and you could just like watch Earth from TV, you know what I mean? You'd be like, they elected who? This is going to be the best season yet. This is fucking, this is hilarious. Because Donald Trump's a fucking maniac. I like that he's trying to uh, erase all Obama's policies. You know, just like retroactively kill Obama. Which I think is funny because he just erased everything. Obama just becomes like an urban legend. You know? Did you hear we had a black president once? Why, you could go to the hospital whenever you pleased. <laughs> I heard he just walked around handing out cell phones. Do you know if you say his name in the mirror three times, you qualify for welfare, do you hear? <laughs> and I just think that's funny, you know what I mean? That's funny to me. All right, guys, I'm leaving. Have a good night. He's back from rehab, everybody. It's Zach Wiseman. I still won't get one of those Obama cell phones because I believe that they're actually, there's chips in them so the government can find you and see and track you. And so I'm like, fuck your Obama phone. I don't want to 
be tracked by the government. I'm, I'm, I'm totally thinking it's a secret underground thing. And Damn, go get one. I, need I don't want an Obama phone. Yeah, but then I'll have it. Put your hands together. <laughs> then I'll give you a phone. I have one of the old phones that you stole from one of the old things. I can give you that phone yeah, back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I have it at my house. You're, he used to take apart the scooters. Um, it's allegedly. I never saw him do it, nor would he have ever had any of those parts around me no i have no idea i've been watching the sopranos for the first time and now i know i said too much put your hands together everybody for your next comedian Lisa davenport hey what's up everybody how you guys doing tonight yeah, awesome. Yeah, so <laughs> I realized something in coming here and being late. I'm late a lot in my life, like everywhere. Like, and, and this is like a really real revelation for me, man. Like, that I just realized I was like walking through the door, like, dude, why in the fuck am I always so late everywhere? You know, you ever had that where you just don't make it on time? Fucking A, man. And then I started thinking about it. Is it because I'm black? It's like, you know, there's this thing called BPT, I think, or black people time. Dude, oh no, I think that shit happened to me <laughs> somehow. <laughs> you know, like my genes, like it crossed over and I am always late, dude. Literally, I'd be late to my own fucking funeral. I'd be late to kill myself, like, dude, oh, uh, fucking get picked up the gun, fucking drop the bullets, and then, like, wait, what time is it? Was I supposed to do it at six? Is it eight now? Oh, fuck it, dude, I'll just do it tomorrow. Fucking throw the gun, fucking A. Oh, man. Sucks being late, dude. All the time. I don't, I don't know what to do about it, man. You know, I mean, when I had my son, I'm pretty sure it was late to have him. I'm serious. <laughs> like, fucking A, they had to cut him out of me because I was fucking late pushing him out, for fuck's sake. <laughs> so it's like, wow. I'm always late no matter what. Shit, man. I don't know. You know, it's something funny about being like the type of person that I am. I, I, I'm a person. I think I'm more of a fucking alien or something or like intergalactic because I don't know, have you ever fucking met someone that just fucking doesn't fit a mold? I don't fucking fit any mold at all, man. It's fucking crazy, you know? Like, I'm gonna share something with you guys. Like, I'm a guy that was pregnant and had a fucking baby, dude. Like, literally. Think about it. No, I mean, really, like, listen to the voice. Come on, man. And yes, I really was pregnant. So I'm a fucking guy who had a fucking baby, man. Yeah. No, I really am, man. Like, uh, <laughs> I, uh, I used to take testosterone, and I was a, yeah, for three years, I was fucking Aiden. I was a fucking dude. And now I have a kid. So technically, I'm a guy who birthed a child. You are seeing a real legend right here, dude. <laughs> no, but, um, you know, I stopped testosterone a while ago, and yeah, so anyway, 
You know what's really funny about something? If I was thinking about how I'm me and and you're me, so like we're the same, right? So if you really think about the grand scheme of things, like take, you know, this flesh suit that we're wearing, fuck it, throw it off. We're all just balls of energy and light from the same source, same vibration, right? So it's like when you fuck yourself, like when you're jacking off or when you're fucking just masturbating, right? Well, then that means you're fucking me. And, and then when I fuck myself, then I'm fucking you. So and, and in retrospect, we have all fucked each other in this fucking room, man. <laughs> we really have, man. It's crazy. It's awesome. It's great. I mean, so, you know, you could be standing in the middle of a Starbucks about to order your fucking skinny latte and you oh, oh, you have a fucking orgasm or something. You could thank me because I was fucking myself in the bathroom. Yeah. So whatever you fucking come, you know, for no reason at all, you're walking down the street. Thank me because I fuck myself a lot. So, <laughs> yeah, man, that's what I do. I have fun with it, man. You know, I was thinking about it like, you know, I was like hanging out with my toddler today and thinking about how much toddlers, they're great, but they're fucking assholes, man. They really are. Think about it. You know, I mean, you love that little person so much and then, you know, they turn around and fucking hit you in the balls or hit you in the fucking pussy, man. They really do. And they give you love right afterwards. It's like the fucking real fucking violence, domestic violence, man. Think about it. You know? Fucking A. You got to get counseling for that. You know? <laughs> like fucking sitting in the counselor's office, you know, but he did this to me. And like they're thinking like, oh, is that your husband? No, my fucking two-year-old, man. Dude keeps punching me. I love him. Maybe it's me. Fucking A. <laughs> but it's really like that. <laughs> Fuck, man. I don't know. But anyway, to leave you guys off with this. You know, if you ever go walking around the street at night and you see a shadow jump out of a fucking wall, don't worry. Somebody just slipped you a Mickey. Fucking a little bit of LSD in your drink, man. It was probably me. <laughs> Have a great night, guys. Alyssa Davenport. I wouldn't be afraid if she followed me home. She's lovely. Yay. Yay. Um, I'm just going to... I'm going to run around real quick and do like hardly any time. And then we have a headliner tonight. The amazing Rachel Pinson wants to practice uh, 20 minutes so that she can uh, be ready for an upcoming show. Uh, but I'm just going to do like a quick four minutes. Here we go. Yay for me. Someone left their cool phone up here. That's a thing. I'm going through menopause. That's a lot of fun. So, of course, I turned 45. I can't have a baby. So what do I decide I want? A baby. Yeah. I'm a self-entitled woman of 45. Fuck genetics. I don't care. I decided I want a baby, so I adopted. Kitten. I have a new kitten. Meow. I love my cat. No, I'm a responsible adult. I'm not going to have another retard, man. I'm a... I, I own that word. I taught special ed for four years, so that's my word. I can use it. 
But I'm not going to be a self-entitled 45-year-old woman around here having, why does my child have autism? Why are they on the spectrum? I don't know. You had a kid at 45, you selfish bitch. <laughs> like, my eggs are perfect forever. No, it's called menopause. It happens. Your body degrades over time. And what, you're going to be some fucking person? You're going to be some 45-year-old that thinks you can lift a baby? Fuck your face. Oh, but I do yoga. Oh, you do yoga? You think you can lift a 50? 50- no, you can't. They're just, they're just entitled... Women, I don't understand. I'm their nanny, so it's fine. I get paid $25 an hour to hang out with their demon spawn, those little jam-handed entitled snow eats. But they're so perfect. I just love it. Yeah, I love being paid. You don't seem to want to hang out with them very much, that perfect little baby of yours that you, on the spectrum, the perfect little baby, you don't want to hang out with them. I'll hang out with them for money. (laughs) Saying I'm not going to have... A baby. I'm stoked on that. I feel like it makes me a really responsible individual. You know, I made a choice long, long ago to drink and do drugs and not have kids. See, that's an okay, that's a responsible adult choice is that I have the money and wherewithal to do as many drugs as I want because I don't have, because my cats can survive for like two days without me. You know what I'm saying? But like a baby's going to burn itself. It's going to drown itself in them. All kinds of things can happen to babies. Cats, cats are like six weeks old and they can take care of themselves. Babies at six weeks old, just functional little retards. They're just, they can't put on socks. They can't feed themselves. They can do nothing. Why do you want one of these? They don't purr. (laughs) If they purr, there's probably something wrong with them. It's probably some weird tick. And then you have to go and spend money on psychiatry or whatever that's the thing if I had a kid obviously I'd have to spend a lot of money on psychiatry we definitely have to work that out actually it would be such a better excuse because instead of being successful I could just blame it on my spawn mommy could have been something if you weren't here (laughs) mommy was never gonna be anything it's fine but at least if I had a baby I could blame it on something it's your fault I didn't get on Comedy Central no it's my fault because I didn't go to the punchline for six years it's gonna turn on the outside light there turn on your heart light no I can I just wanted to work out that new little thing. The other thing I'm trying to work out is you can't catcall men because they're all dogs. <laughs> all, all of them, every single one of them. They're like, oh my God, you're talking to me? I love it. I love it. <laughs> Tell me more. Tell me more. Pat my head. Touch me. Touch me without consent. I like it. I love this new double standard. I'm like, if I was a guy and I said the things to girls that I say to guys as me, I would have many sexual harassment lawsuits brought against me from the comedy community. <laughs> The best thing about being in comedy is that you're expected and actually encouraged to stare at 26-year-old men. Like when they're on stage being funny, you're allowed to look at them. (laughs) Right? You get to, you literally, it's great. I just, you can mentally undress them with your eyes and you can either laugh at that or you can be like, oh yeah, no one's played that game. I'm the only one, just me going through menopause, stares at men, just me. Great. It's all the testosterone going through my body. All the estrogen is dumping out. I haven't had a period going on five months here, so... Wow, there's a lot of pent up energy there. <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna fuck the mailman. <laughs> I did I did sexually harass the mailman though. I don't have time to get into that though. Thank you for listening to my jokes. Yay me!
All right, we got the headliner right now. She's going to blow your mind. Uh, clap your hands together for the very funny Rachel Pinson. Yay! Oh, yeah, you're ready for 20 minutes of material I've already said in front of all of you? Fuck yeah, let's do it. You guys, it's 2020. Are you working on your New Year's resolutions? No, yeah, me and my boyfriend quit drinking together. So now I just drink alone. Do you want to get a drink letter, Pam? Yeah. Fuck yeah. Let's do it. Growing up, I thought we, my family was really religious. I thought that because we went to church every week. Every week we would go to church, but they were really Alcoholics Anonymous meetings. And I realized, like, I thought growing up that the term alcoholic was just a synonym for adult. Because every adult I know was like, hi, I'm Jim. I'm an alcoholic. Hi, Jim, you know, and then I grew up and I realized like, yeah, I was right. It is. It is a synonym for adult. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Hey, do you guys have one of those friends? Like, I know everyone knows a girl. It's like a really nice girl, but she tries to like disappoint her parents by dating bad guys. Like, you know, the types like maybe he's got neck tats. He's on probation. He has like three different baby mamas. I don't get it. I don't get those women. I don't because I am a strong independent disappointment to my parents. And I don't need a man to help me with that. I'm a fucking feminist. I can get put on probation, have next hats, have three different baby mamas on my own. You guys ever get dick pics? I'm starting to look at dick pics as the same as like when a cat brings me a dead animal. Cause like, yeah, I'm disgusted and I'm not really into it at all, but they're just trying to show me affection, you know, in their own love language. It's kind of cute when I think of it like that. It's a hard life for women, man. Like, I get talked over so much as a woman, I started doing it into a microphone. But it still doesn't work. People still stare at their phones. Yeah, whatever. But I, I, it's really hard to turn guys down for dates. It is. Like, especially if I have to turn down a white guy because I don't want to be responsible for the next mass shooting. And that's putting a lot of pressure on me. It is, I had to turn this guy down the other day and like, he wasn't white and like, I don't wanna sound prejudiced or anything, especially on the radio. But he told me that he wanted to be a cop. I can't date somebody like that. Like my parents never raised me to be a cop lover. You know, I would never bring a snitch home to Thanksgiving. And I like NWA like just as much as the next uh, white lady on a microphone at Muni Radio. But I'm tired of people telling me to fuck the police, man. Do you know why? Because that's how you make more police. You fuck them and they multiply. I don't. Why do they keep saying that? You know. <clears throat> I'm actually really into nerdy guys. But that's also really hard because I'm an extrovert with tits. That's like nerd kryptonite. I can't get them to look at me or talk to me. And when they do talk to me, it's online. And they say really cute things, the cutest things like, hey, um, you spelled misogyny wrong, you dumb bitch. Like, ah, uh, be still my heart. Be still my heart. Dude, it's fucking 2020. I struggle with body image. Anyone else in here struggle with body image? Yeah, like I know I'm not like thin enough to be conventionally hot, but I'm also not fat enough to be fetishized for how fat I am. Like I can't do BBW porn like yet, but I'm working on it, man. One cheeseburger at a time. 
when I just constantly get mistaken for being pregnant. Has that ever happened to you? Just once. I know it's relatable. It's like it's it totally is. But you know, it's 2020. We're in a body positivity. Instead of being down and negative about myself or like dieting and exercising, I figure I could just use this to my advantage. So now when I see the bark coming and it's full of people, I just kind of like waddle on there with my hand on my belly button. Let's look at my face like I'm holding in a fart. Like maybe someone notice, ma'am, would you like to sit down? Like, oh wow, priority seating, that's so kind of you. <laughs> you know? And then they'll start asking me questions like, uh, well, how far along are you? Oh yeah, just like two more stops. <laughs> two more stops. From ho- no, I mean like the belly, like how far? Oh yeah, like, <laughs> like 27 years or something like that. Sometimes I look at pictures of myself doing comedy and like, God damn it, what was I thinking wearing all that fat that day? Oh man, I should have rethought that. But then I realized like I'm a woman and it doesn't matter women, it doesn't matter if you think you're too fat or if you think you're too thin or too tall or you have too much testosterone or you have a big forehead or if you have buck teeth or a weird mole on your face, like you will still get sexually harassed on the street. Doesn't that make you feel pretty? Right? Like somewhere out there, there's a fetish porn for exactly who you are. Somebody is jacking off to what you look like. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Do you guys know what resting bitch face is? I see you have it. I'm jealous. Fuck, I wish I had a resting bitch face because that's like a great line of defense that I don't have. Like strangers constantly put their trust in me even though they shouldn't. They ask me for directions all the time. I don't know where the fuck I'm going, man. I don't know. <laughs> but it happens so frequently, I just start making shit up. I make their night at adventure. Where are they going? They don't know, I don't know. I'm like, oh, okay, you wanna get to the Civic Center? All right, you wanna go here, turn left. Can you answer riddles? Cause that homeless guy under the bridge is actually a troll and he's gonna tell you where to go from here, you know? I can't sit alone on public transportation because I look like a kindergarten teacher. People just feel safe with me. They will sit down right next to me, no matter what they smell like. It sucks. Like maybe because I look like a kindergarten teacher, they'll think I'll know what to do if an active shooter comes on the bus. I don't. I don't, I just, I just look like a teacher, you know? That's the first time that's ever gonna laugh. <laughs> oh man, but I think the worst case of helpful lady face I've ever had was definitely when I was at a concert and some stranger just hands me their baby and says, will you take her? She's scared. Scared. She's about to be more scared. You think I'm not gonna sell that fucking baby? Like, what's that worth, like $10,000? Maybe like 30,000 if it's like a blonde baby or something? I don't know if that's true, actually. That is what my cousins would tell me to get me to shut up. It worked. But like, being this approachable in the city, I've had to come up with my own line of defense to get people to leave me alone. I don't like to be mean, and I don't like to be violent, but I've discovered that I can just out crazy people. Anyone else try that? I'll show you how it works. Whenever I get a hey girl, nice ass. Oh my God, are you saying that you can actually see me? The curse has been lifted, I'm free! Then I get to run away, you know? And whenever I get this one, hey girl, what are you doing alone in the city? 
alone, I'm not alone, I'm with all my friends, can't you see them? We have Stalin, Mussolini, and Hitler. We're going to band practice, do you wanna come? Wait, where are you going? Then when I'm in a really sketchy neighborhood, I want people to leave me alone. I just kind of uh, piss myself. I walk around barefoot, I throw in one of these. No one's gonna sit next to me on that bus anymore. Yeah. But I've come up with a, a, a way, like a surefire way to get any man to leave me alone. Do you wanna know my secret? Do you wanna know my secret? Yes. All I have to do to get men to leave me alone is let them get me pregnant. Then they never talk to me again. It works. It works every time. Well, worked that one time. Yeah, let's not talk about it. Have you guys heard about the war on drugs? I've lost a few good men to the war on drugs, like George, Andrew, a couple Benjamins, a whole Jackson 5 once. That was a hard night. Yeah, I'm from Ohio, guys. And the opiate crisis there is so bad. It's so bad. Like my whole hometown was on the show Intervention. Do you guys know the show Intervention? They like follow a drug addict around. They're like, you're ruining your life and you're ruining everyone's life and we're gonna get you help and send you to rehab. They're like, oh no, I didn't know that this was about me, even though it's about me. You know, uh, well they came to my hometown. I'm looking around, they're like, they're gonna have to do the whole town. This whole place is fucked. And uh, they did, they did the whole town. They called it hillbilly heroin and they didn't do a single intervention. They didn't help anybody. They just came in and like, this is fucked America, we're out. And that's what I did and that's why I'm here. But like we were watching it together as a family, crowded around the TV, like who are we gonna know? Who are we gonna know on the show? It shows like a dilapidated building and my sister's backyard, there was a dog in it. My nieces get so excited. They're like, Rufus is famous! Like, oh man, uh, what a shitty thing to be famous for. You're at 10 minutes. But what an even shittier way to find out that my sister's dog's been on drugs, man. Let's get Rufus some help. Let's get Rufus some help. I used to watch what I eat, but uh, then they stopped letting me babysit. All this talk about battered children. I still like mine plain. In high school, they called me an emo kid. But that was just a phase. That was just a phase. I grew up and became a depressed adult like everybody else. I want to make a grinder for lesbians to meet and call it Bushmeat. You know, just hunting for that wild game. Just hunting for that wild game. Yeah. Here's something that you won't hear very many comedians say. And uh, that's why I don't like cocaine. I don't like cocaine, okay, guys? I don't like it. I don't like it. And I think I know why. Because I grew up in the era where they took obnoxious children like me and they force-fed them Ritalin and Adderall. And when you've had amphetamines before your brain was ever fully developed, then you try cocaine later, that's just some weak shit, you know? Like, that's just a pussy-ass drug, dude. Like, that's not doing anything. Like, it doesn't even last all day. You can't get it for free with a prescription, you know? And when you buy cocaine, you're supporting a drug dealer. But when you buy Adderall, you're supporting a college student. So, where do you want your money to go? That's fucked up. You know what, drug dealers need to feed their families too. And also, like, I know you're like, okay, Rachel, you probably don't like cocaine because you haven't had good cocaine. 
all right, I'll try your Coke. I'll waste your money to remind myself why I don't like it. You know, for science, for science purposes. I know I talked about earlier, I'm from Ohio. Yeah, growing up in the Midwest was interesting. I had lesbian parents. Anyone here had lesbian parents in the Midwest? No, okay, cool, just me. Yeah, growing up, people were like, wow, the Midwest, that's weird. Like, was it rough? Like, no. Shit, I fucked that up. <laughs> lesbian parents, that's weird. Was it rough? Like, no. And then here, it's a different concern. They're like, oh, lesbian parents in the Midwest, that's weird. Was it rough? Like, yeah, actually, it was pretty fucking weird. Like, we didn't even have an ocean. We just had a lake that you could set on fire. And that... That doesn't even count as water, if you ask me. You know, it doesn't. I'm pretty new to the Bay Area, like, still. <clears throat> and I really like it. It's like a magical place. It's a magical place where I wished what I stepped in was dog shit. You know, that's never happened to me before. Like, I people here are really environmentally conscious. I saw this guy using taking a used heroin needle to freebase heroin off of a used piece of tinfoil. Reduce, reuse, recycle, dude. Even the bums have it. Like, that's not going to go up some fucking turtle's nose. Like, that's awesome. Like, I thought I was already environmentally conscious because I gave up using plastic straws for Twizzlers when I was, like, seven. But this guy's on a new level. Uh, how, what, what time am I on now? You're at 13 minutes. Wow. All right, cool. It's gonna. I'm gonna get there eventually. I'm gonna yeah, stretch it out. All right, yeah, thanks. Crowd work. Crowd work. All right, what do you do for a living? Me? Yeah. Uh, I'm an online DJ. Can you get me a job? Uh, technically yes. Oh, okay, cool. Fuck yeah, this is this is great crowd work. I hey, what was your most embarrassing moment in life? <laughs> she shit on herself in the middle of the mall that is what i'm gonna i have to repeat that for the listening audience in turkey on the microphone on the microphone fuck yeah dude i really like the bay area people here are so fucking friendly man they're so friendly like the other day i was sitting at a bus stop a nice gentleman pulls up in a car he rolls his window down and he says hey baby girl do you need a ride like, baby girl, that's so sweet. We just met, you know? This guy offered me a ride, a job, and he says he can protect me. That's so that's so nice. Like, we just met. <laughs> this guy's... But I had to turn him down. I'm like, you know what? No thank you, pork chop. No thanks, because I am a strong, independent hustler, and I don't need a man to help me sell my pussy. I'm a fucking feminist. Fuck. Yeah. That's good stuff. I have newer stuff. Hey, do you guys ever like uh like use find excuses to use drugs? You know? Like you're like, hey, it's Snoop Dogg's birthday, let's roll a blunt. The next day you're just like, oh, it's Snoop Dogg's birth week, let's roll a blunt. The next month you're like, fuck it, Snoop Dogg was born. I just committed murder, let's do some blow. You know, like just coming up with random excuses to use drugs. I don't wanna do the suicidal chicken bit, cause that, did you guys know then, this joke was written in 1847. 1847, why did the chicken cross the road? To get to the other side, man. To get, don't you get it? Do you like really, do you truly get it? Like, do you understand? Cross over, other side. That chicken was trying to commit suicide. It was a suicidal chicken joke. That is the oldest suicide joke 
ever written, 1847, and nobody gets it. Nobody laughs because suicide isn't funny. It's not. Suicide isn't funny. How many licks does it take before your college's experiment turns gay? Does anybody know? I'm running an independent college study on this. I would like to know. Oh, man. Uh, do I have more material? I think so. I just can't think it because I didn't write anything down. How, where are we at now? 16 minutes Damn it. elapsed. <laughs> Why did they give me 20 minutes? What were they thinking? I don't know. I don't know. I get to get, I'll tell you guys a story. So one time I was uh, bathing naked in a lake at this like. <laughs> You know, at this event where we uh, invite everybody, everybody's welcome, like including like the enemy of the people, the uh, gang members with the badges. What are they called? Oh, yeah. The police. The police were there. So I'm bathing there like, naked in, in and I'm like taking some dirt and I'm scrubbing it on my dirt. Oh, fuck. I just oh, never mind. It doesn't matter. I'm in the middle of this. So I'm like scrubbing dirt off of my dirt. Cause that's the level of dirty I was. It was like a month of being in the woods and I hear six up, which means that the cops are coming and it means hide your drugs, put a shirt on, leash your dog, whatever. So I put a shirt on, I'm waiting, I'm sitting there, I'm waiting, I'm waiting and nothing. And then finally these cops come down and they were like, you were naked. You were naked in the lake. We saw you. And I was like, no, I wasn't. They're like, no, we saw you in the bushes. Like, whoa, that's fucking creepy. I told him that, and I told the judge that, and he didn't care. Uh, they still gave me a ticket, and I never paid that titty tax. Not, not one penny, penny did I put towards that titty tax, and I can never go back to Tennessee because I have a warrant, and that's fine because fuck Tennessee. I don't, I don't ever need to go back there. I don't need to do that to myself I ended up uh, like stranded in Atlanta, and this guy comes up to me, and he's like, man, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. I just got out of jail. I got arrested. And the only thing I was doing was making love to my girlfriend. It just so happens that I'm homeless. I'm like, damn, that does suck. Dow Jones, his name was, he's cool. He's a cool guy. But, uh, you know, I, I spent a lot of time like hitchhiking and traveling around and being like whatever, random ass, vagabond, hippie, blah, blah, blah. And uh, coming to San Francisco, it's, it's interesting because when I first came here and I was dirty, I had a backpack and a dog. People were like, hey, girl, hey, kid, you want to do some acid with us? And I'm like, yeah, sure. OK. But now I live here and I have a shower and I don't have a backpack on when I walk around. And like the same kids will just come up to me and they'll be like, hey, excuse me, ma'am. Do you want to buy some acid from us? Like, fuck, dude, that is classism. That's classism. That's what that looks like, to me at least. It's an interesting place, San Francisco, because I remember sitting on the street corner smoking a bowl, and these cops come up, and they're like, hey, you can't sit there. Like, you can't sit down. Like, it's illegal to sit. And they didn't say anything about the weed. They like they just walked on. I kept smoking. It was a good day. Yeah, I'm a hippie, but I'm pretty bad at it because I really like taking showers and eating meat. And uh, I don't think that shoving a crystal at my pussy is going to like cure my yeast infection. Like no matter how many times I tried, I don't think that's going to work. You know, I just kind of fell into the lifestyle. Like, you know, the free drugs. Like, you know, if you're like a 20-something-year-old hippie, they just 
give you drugs. They just pump you full of drugs and let you sleep in their vans, and it's cool. You know, like the free travel, like who doesn't want to be homeless across every major city in America? You know, like the wondering, like was I like in an open relationship or did I just get tricked into joining some kind of weird sex cult? Again, man. <laughs> Fool me once, shame on me. Fool me twice, fucking STD. <laughs> One time someone stole my backpack. I'll end on this. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? There was nothing in there but a bunch of dirty clothes. Like, was he trying to, like, steal my crusty underwear and sell it? Because I was going to sell my crusty underwear, and he fucking took my hustle, and that's not cool. All right, thanks, Pam, for the time. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Good job, Rachel Pins. You just did, you did exactly 20. Right now is 20 minutes right now. So you were four seconds off. That was amazing. Everybody clap your hands again for Rachel Pinson. Yay, and um, thank you so much, Rachel. And when, when that happens, Rachel was super smart to do that. And, and you can always do that, guys. If you, have a, if you need to run 20 minutes or if you need to run 15 for a specific show or something that's upcoming, you can always ask me and I'll, and I'll hook you up and, and, um, and give you the time. And thanks for donating, Rachel. And thanks everybody today for donating because uh, there's actually money today. I love it. Yay, yay. So thank you all for being here and donating. Um, we have a new open space on Sundays again from four to six. So I'm kind of considering bringing that Sunday one back as well, but I don't know. It just depends like, cause they're, I mean, they're just aren't, they're just aren't weekend mics really. So I'm like, do I bring it back? Do I not? Well, so we'll talk about it tomorrow on the internet if people want it or not, but thanks for being here. And, um, well, I'm going to try to do as many open mics this year. So this is three, number three at mutiny. There's always, actually it's, this is exciting on Monday. January 6th, it's the five-year anniversary of Joke Workshop. The very first Joke Workshop happened on the first Monday in 2015 of, of January. So five years for Joke Workshop. So that's 52 times five. That's a lot of fucking podcasts. So um, cool. Come and celebrate with us. I'll probably like, I have a lot of food stamps left, so I'll go buy a cake or something. You know what I mean? Uh, and uh, maybe I'll bake a cake and it'll have weed in it or something. That's, that's more stereotypical of me. Put your hands together, everybody, for yourself. Say yay, us. Yay, yay. And we'll see you guys next week here at Muni Radio. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Your boy is CFO here, here to let you know that the fifth annual yeah, Uni Radio sure Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, yeah. 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. And I'm back. He's like, what kind of a future?
screaming and writhing on the ground. Tires, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Tires watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride alone. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call 1-800-LAW-TIGERS or visit us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers is before you as motorcycle lawyer. Victor Terrace, Harris Law Firm, LLP, 180 Clement Circle, Suite 300, Sacramento, California, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on MutinyRadio.fm for Let's Watch a Full-Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch
what's happening? This is your boy Rob Edwards. I'm here to tell you about the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's March 1st through the 7th, 2020, with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week long. Get your tickets on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comments from all over the U.S. Coming for 66 programs in seven days, all here at 2781 21st Street in the Deep Mission, or listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st through the 7th for these amazing events. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Four ninety-nine. Hungry for a burger? Mutiny Radio thinks you'll find the best burger in San Francisco at Counter Offer, located inside Bender's Bar and Grill. Counter Offer's menu aims to please your drunk face. Tater tots are served daily. On Tuesday nights, Counter Offer serves specials off the Taco Bell menu, only better. You can enjoy your favorite Taco Bell item without the guilt. Counter Offer uses only fresh ingredients and never store-bought shit. Special ingredients are made from scratch daily, including beans, ketchup, mustard, habanero sauce, and ranch dressing. Counter Offer even serves vegan mac and cheese. All of this great food is served 2 p.m. to 10 p.m. daily and until 11 p.m. on Wednesday, Thursday, and Friday. Counter Offer is located inside Bender's Bar and Grill at 806 South Van S. Be sure to tell them Mutiny sent you. Counter Offer, baby. Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk, MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. (laughs) 
Subliminal SF Visual and Auditory Mind Control brings you the best, coolest t-shirt and hoodie designs and mind-bending local bands and shows at venues all over San Francisco and the Bay Area. Subliminal SF is here to destroy your sense of normalcy and plant ideas in your skull to make you cooler and a more awesome person. Check out all the badass products at subliminalsf.myshopify.com. That's subliminalsf.myshopify.com. And experience Subliminal SF. Tired of paying too much for your internet?